Welcome to the Age of Organizational Effectiveness. This is the podcast that explores stories about organizations and their performance. I'm your host, Charles Chandler. This week, we're at episode number 79, and we're calling it Claim a Niche and Serve It. Those of you that have listened to this podcast for some time will know that I advocate a new style of management called Management by Positive Organizational Effectiveness, which is described in my recent book, Become Truly Great. And under Management by Positive Organizational Effectiveness, there's three phases. Be Virtuous is phase number one. Discover Effectiveness is number two. And Become Truly Great is the third phase. Now, today's episode, Claim a Niche and Serve It, is one of the principles of positive organizational effectiveness, which encourages an organization, once it develops effectiveness, to occupy one or more niches within its environment and to serve the niche so well that the competition is irrelevant. In ecology, a niche is the fit between an organism and its environment. An organism that occupies a niche has a continuing role in the environment because it's found a way to interact with its surroundings in a way that sustains it and offers benefit to both. The Greek poet Archelaus is credited with saying, the fox knows many things, but the hedgehog knows one big thing. Now, this was only a fragment of one of his poems that has survived, and Archelaus lived around 650 BC. Modern interpretations of this have been varied, The one big thing that the hedgehog knows is to roll in a ball, when threatened, in order to escape its enemies. The fox, of course, knows lots of things and is able to exploit its environment and to interact with its environment in a variety of ways. The example of the hedgehog rolling in a ball, however, is, is simply a defensive strategy and may not be enough to suffice. Now, of course, we are neither foxes nor hedgehogs. We are homo sapiens, and we interact with our environment in a variety of ways. To find a niche, or to claim a niche and serve it, means that we must understand our environment well, and to pick a niche that provides advantage both to us as well as our customers. It's really a good match between specialized knowledge about the environment and specialized ways of serving it through our offerings. I was recently at the Academy of Management Conference in Atlanta. That was back in August, and it's about 10,000-person conference. It was held in downtown Atlanta this year, and there were three hotels, the Hyatt, the Marriott, and the Hilton, that are situated quite close together on adjoining blocks, and they're linked with passageways that go from one to the other without having to go outside into the street. Now, in one sense, these hotels compete with each other, but for a convention of this size, they serve as a convention center. They're able to host together this throng of people and to provide the various meeting rooms and venues and conference facilities that a big conference needs. Now, within this entire ecosystem, Starbucks has two very large installations on either end of this complex that serves the conference goers and the hotel users. 
These are the largest Starbucks I've ever seen, I think. And the line outside of these facilities stretches back a good little way. There might be 50 people in line at a time, but it moves fairly fast. And it might take 10 minutes or a little longer to get what you need. But what is it that Starbucks knows that other coffee companies don't seem to know? It's the specialized knowledge of offering something to its customers in a way that serves their needs and attracts them in the moment. It's about saving them time and effort without having to go out into the street or to other venues to find something for lunch or for a a snack or a, a break. It's simply right there for them. These offerings are healthy foods, generally, served in a sort of trendy way with various choices that would serve a wide variety of tastes from healthy drinks, healthy snacks, and healthy entrees that can be combined together for a meal. It's mostly a self-service operation, but the people behind the counter are also interacting with the customers, finding out what they need, and serving it up in the line. And the line moves, as I said, pretty quickly. It's an example of how an ecosystem and a vendor can interact together and create something of value that benefits all. Both the hotels and the coffee shops are benefiting in this exchange, and the conference goers come away with a positive experience. I was recently driving in San Antonio, and as you look around a city, you'll see all sorts of businesses, buildings, and and organizations that are situated together in close proximity. And they've come up historically over time as the city has grown. And now they all have a continuing presence in that urban landscape. And they're serving the customers that are also there with them. The city is an amazing place to watch the interaction between residents and visitors and the organizations that are present. It's a community. And if you go back to even Adam Smith, when he was writing in Wealth of Nations back in 1776, he pointed out the synergy between the butcher, the brewer, and the baker, who together supply our dinner and create a community. Smith notes in a later passage that the butcher, the brewer, and the baker, together with many other artificers and retailers, contribute still further to augment the town. The inhabitants of the town and those of the country are mutually the servants of one another. So claiming a niche and serving it is not about being possessive about the niche and fighting off all other entrants. It's about serving and being rewarded for your service to others. When your offerings attract, you have a continuing role in the ecosystem. So the question is, what is your niche, and how are you serving it? If the fox knows many things and the hedgehog knows only one thing, it's hard to say which is the most likely to be around for the long term. What we have to do is bring together what we know about the environment and the niche that we intend to serve and design offerings in ways that serve that niche so well that the competition is irrelevant. Always ask anew every day 
How can we serve the environment and our niche better? And certainly we want to monitor the interaction between our offerings and the demand side customers because this is where effectiveness occurs and this knowledge gives direct feedback to hone over time the success of these offerings in better ways. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. We're going to leave it there for now. Join us again next week as we explore more stories about organizations and their performance. In the meantime, you can access all of our podcasts at our website, ageofoe.com. Thanks for joining us. That's all for now.